Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. Today we are talking about Facebook groups. This is something I haven't talked about on the podcast before. And we're doing this from two different angles. One is as somebody who is in a Facebook group and wants to use a Facebook group to build their brand or their business. And the other is from the point of view of somebody who wants to start and grow a Facebook group to build their brand or business. We're speaking with Kate Scudder. She is the go-to expert on this. She's a business coach for female entrepreneurs, and I think you are going to enjoy this chat with Kate. Remember, you can also watch this on YouTube if you are not listening to it on the podcast. And while you're here, whether it be on YouTube or the podcast, make sure you tap that subscribe button so you are reminded every time we bring you a new episode every Tuesday of the Become a Media Maven podcast. And as always, you can check out the show notes and everything for this episode if you just visit becomeamediamaven.com. Ever wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor Christina Nicholson shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Hi, Kate. Welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. Thank you so much, Christina. It's so good to be here. Thank you for coming. I'm excited to chat with you because we've had some people come on the podcast and talk about social media and online marketing, but never about Facebook groups specifically. And I know I'm in Facebook groups every day. I built my team at Media Maven through Facebook groups. I have a lot of benefits coming in daily from some Facebook groups that I'm in, some for professional purposes, some for hobbies. And I know a lot of people, they want to start a Facebook group to grow it. And then they also want to get business by just being active in Facebook groups. So we'll talk about those two things today. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and how you became this Facebook group expert. Absolutely. Well, it's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Kate Scudder. I am a business coach for female entrepreneurs. Uh, my real jam and specialty is combining energy and strategy to support women to scale their businesses. I think that um, one thing that we see a lot in this online space, Christina, is that there's there's like team woo over here, like very mindset, manifestation, energy, all about the vibes. And then that very like masculine structured, like give me an Excel spreadsheet kind of a an approach. And I really, really believe that in order to have a sustainable, profitable business, we need both, right? We need an energy that is unstoppable, that is unwavering, that is so deeply rooted and strong um, in terms of building a, a confident, powerful presence and also systems, strategy, structures to help us grow. And so um, I have a bunch of programs and offerings that support clients to develop both of these different arms to grow a successful business. Um, and on the Facebook group topic, I mean, it is just, it's, I think it's one of the most undertapped um, resources that we have available to us as business owners to leverage. That being said, a ton of women utilize them, but I think a lot of the times, um, you know, people can come to the game not really knowing either where to start or 
feeling like they're inside of them, but constantly like stepping on that buzzer board. Like I think about, you know, the operations game where it's like, like I feel like so many entrepreneurs <laughs> get that button, whether they are like, you know, spammy and sharing content, copy and pasting in like six different groups at once, or they're getting kicked out of groups and not knowing why. So I am really happy to talk about this. I. I actually started my Facebook group probably completely in the wrong way. Um, I I guess it was 2017 or 2018. I honestly can't even remember what year I started it, but it was within six months of starting my business. And um, I did everything you're not supposed to do. I invited, pe I added people to the group without like asking them if they wanted to be a part of it. I basically created a group and then was like, okay, like. I guess the clients are just going to start dropping from the sky. And of course they didn't. <laughs> um, so I did like everything that you're not supposed to do. And so I really developed my, my Facebook group, the radiant entrepreneur is a super active thriving community. We have 4,600 and growing um, female entrepreneurs in there really, really targeted market. I have so many now clients who have come through that group, many, many, many clients, and then greater people in our community who find a, and book a ton of business through our group specifically. And, um, you know, it, it's really been an evolution from those really early days. And I think that um, one of the things that I think is super important is to give your group a purpose. Like what makes your group different from the bajillion other business coaching groups, health coaching groups, like whatever your niche is for those of our, who are our listeners who are listening today, like think about, what is the kind of space that you want to cultivate and that you want to create that that stands out from you know just another another group another space what what are you offering what is available there how are you encouraging people to connect and truly build community i think that um you know facebook groups at the end of the day that that is what it is it's a community of people and if and if there's an environment that actually fosters community and makes people feel welcomed they're much more likely to engage and it's much more likely that that group is going to be an actual business asset and you started your facebook group you said a few months after you started your business mm -hmm. talk to me about the business that you started and why you started it. Like let's, before we get into the nitty gritty and strategies of Facebook, let's talk about how you got to where you are today. For sure. So I started my business. I actually launched as I am now a business coach, but I started off really focusing on empowering women, empowerment coaching for women. I called myself a radiant living coach. And uh, back then my group was called the radiant woman leader. Um, so I started my business in May of 2017. I was living in Bali, um, having, you know, just been kind of sitting on the fence thinking How about did you oh, get there. Like who um, lives in Bali? <laughs> I know. Such a good question. I actually went because a couple of um, teachers that I trained with for my yoga teacher training from Kripalu here in the States uh, were leading a, a women's empowerment leadership focused yoga teacher training. So think like less bendy asana, like pretzel vibes and more like, how are you showing up? How are you leading in the world? And before um, 2015, I was actually working as a teacher. I got my master's and was a classroom teacher for a couple of years. And so I thought, oh, I'd love to do that, but I can't. It's in March. It's during the school year. Um, so when I quit my teaching job and I saw that this training was happening, I'm like, I'm booking a ticket. I'm going. I don't have the money. I'm doing it anyway. I'm going to figure it out. So I always joke like I it was it was really, Christina, we could talk about this the whole time. It was very much an eat, pray, love experience. I went for the yoga met my husband literally on the beach a few days before I was set to fly out. And now we're married and he's my baby daddy. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Okay. So you did that. 
you get back. Get you back have the to baby Bali daddy, and yeah, that's it. I mean, we just had a baby recently, but um, yeah, I I really sat on the sidelines. Like 2016 for me was very much like, oh, I have like, I know I'm a leader. I know I'm a natural teacher. I see all these entrepreneurs working out of co-working spaces, like somehow making it work. I know I must be able to do this, but there are so many people doing. I had like massive imposter syndrome in 2017. I got myself a couple of coaches. I had never invested in that before. Um, and I just was like, now is the freaking time. And I ripped off the Band-Aid. I launched um, my first group program ever called Radiant Living School, sold that out, signed a bunch of private clients, and then hired a mentor and joined her Facebook group. And that's when I started to realize like, whoa, like there's this entire network of global women who are all doing this and they're all hanging out in these places. And that was a real penny drop moment for me, both joining other Facebook groups and starting to grow connections um, in those spaces and then starting my own again, albeit in the wrong way um, to start, but, <laughs> but just learning like I can build a community from people all over the world. And that was a really game changing moment. Okay. Before we get into starting your own Facebook group, because that, that takes somebody who like, I don't have my own and I don't want my own because I know that takes a lot of work that I just don't want to do. But mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who want to do the work, who want their own. What about for the majority of people who are in Facebook groups? Mm. And some are in Facebook groups because they like the people, they like the conversation. But some are in Facebook groups and they're like, I could use this to get business. Or even some people might not realize how to use it to get business. And my pet peeve with some of the groups I'm in is somebody will post something and it's like, a very leading post where it's like comment here or it's asking a question where obviously you have the answer and you're just like fishing for totally, like dangling the bait. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then you have the Facebook groups where like, no matter what you post, you get in trouble by the admin. So talk to me about how people should behave in Facebook groups to actually get business, not their own group, just a yes. group that they happen to be part of. It's such a good question. So the way that I like to think about it, and I love that you frame the question this way, Christina, because I think that if you are going into a Facebook group asking yourself, what can I get here? How can I get clients from being in this group? You are already barking up the wrong tree. You're already approaching it from the wrong way. Like think about showing up into a Facebook group is like showing up at a friend's house for dinner. Are you going to show up and be like, so what's in the fridge? What do you got for me? Like, did you get me a present? No, you're going to show up with something in your hands. You're going to show up with a bottle of wine. You're going to show up with a bouquet of flowers. You're going to show up with a big smile and like bringing some sort of positive energy because you are literally entering into somebody else's space. And that is the same exact etiquette that I think is so applicable inside of Facebook groups. If you are an entrepreneur and you are spending time or wanting to spend time in other people's groups. Think about what you are bringing to the table, what are you are contributing and what your intention is in the first place. It's kind of like another analogy. It's kind of like going on a date. Like if you're, if you're going on a date with a guy and he's like showing up thinking like, what am I going to get out of you? Like, you're going to be like, okay, <laughs> goodbye. You know, you're going to back off. But if you're showing up and he's like leaning in and curious, like, tell me about you. That's so cool that you play soccer. Like, you know, you're going to you're going to want to lean in more to somebody who is leaning into you. So rather than showing up thinking, how can I sign a client? How can I be really sharky and like find the vulnerable ones and get their business? Like 
ask yourself, what are you showing up to that space with? Are you, you know, it, it's the same thing when you enter a room and, you know, just like confidence network building in person back to when we could do that stuff in person. It's very, you know, translatable, comparable etiquette inside of a Facebook group. If you are dynamic, if you are generous, if you are genu genuinely curious about the other people that are inside of that community, like asking content with engagement calls to action, not just promotion calls to action. And I'm not talking about drop an emoji. I'm talking about thoughtful questions that ask people to get inside of a conversation with you. And newsflash, we have to, in order to converse, we have to actually respond to those comments and go back and forth, not just like post and ghost, right? And so really starting to treat with the people inside of Facebook groups like actual relationships, because this is the, th like, if I can distill this into a two word answer, it's like, Facebook groups are an amazing way to, to grow your business because they're an amazing way to grow relationships. And if you are just focused on the sale and not focused on the relationship first, you have a much bigger problem than not knowing how to use Facebook groups. You have a problem in not knowing how to grow a business. And I always say like really, really focus in on the relationship building, the dynamic, how you make people feel, both in terms of your educational content and the value that you provide, so like those metaphorical, you know, bottles of wine, bouquets, et cetera, but also how you are, um, how you're treating with people, how much you champion them, cheer them on. That's going to be top of mind if you're commenting on other people's posts, not like, oh, get my freebie, but like genuinely clapping it up for other people, encouraging people, posting thoughtful comments, giving a referral to somebody else, like how you show up in that way is going to really leave a positive impression on people and it's going to elevate you top of mind. The sales will take care of themselves when you focus on building genuine relationships first. I, the thing I find tricky about Facebook groups, I guess it's not Facebook groups. I guess it's just the comment section on the internet in general. Some people are so defensive and they mm. read some of these comments with tone that may or may not exist. And you can see shit hit the fan pretty quickly in the comment section in Facebook groups, even when you know, as an outsider, you can be reading it and be like, why is that dramatic? Like, what is, mm -hmm. what is happening here? So how do you deal with things like that? Because that is, that is common and something that I see in, in lots of Facebook groups. You mean, how do I deal with it in terms of managing it inside my own group or in terms of just not, not getting Both. into that in other people's? Both. I mean, if, if maybe somebody took something you said the wrong way in a comment section, or if things kind of just went sideways, how do you deal with that just by being in a Facebook group? And then we'll transition into your own group. And then how do you handle that as an admin? And then we'll start that conversation. Yeah, no, that's a great question. I honestly, I don't usually, I, I, I can't actually think of an example right now where I, like there's been this blow up inside of a comment section. I think that, um, particularly because if I am commenting or engaging on somebody else's posts in other groups, I am not trying to, in the comments section, to be white, right, to win an argument, to, um, you know, usually the comments that I'm leading, uh, leaving are questions and like, like relationship building kind of door openers um, or their encouragement comments. Like, this is amazing. I love this. I mean, more substantive than that, but um, I'm not posting, like if someone posts a strong opinion piece, I'm not going to get in there in the comments and be like, actually, I completely disagree with you. And here's why <laughs> I know some people do use Facebook as that place to like play out their high school debate team fantasies. I do not do that. Um, <laughs> but I, I think some people do. And my, 
my my response there is like just let it go like if that energy is coming at you a lot of the times like that person has a bone to pick and it actually has nothing to do with you so just let it flow right on through to the keeper honestly that's my that's what i would recommend um and in terms of managing that in our own group i really like I think about being, you know, being an admin of a group, I am very much the like, it's kind of like being a parent, right? Like I am not that helicopter mom that's like, you said that thing, you said that thing. Granted, you know, there is the feature in Facebook groups where if somebody leaves a, a spammy or a really inappropriate post or comment, they have the ability to report it to us. And anything, of course, that's like in violation of our community rules, like they're out no questions, no discussion, like they're gone. But if there is a robust conversation happening, I am not gonna go in there and and like micromanage how they treat with each other so long as they're being respectful of each other, not like, you know, not being violent or aggressive or negative or hate speechy or anything like that. But if there's a difference of opinion as an admin, I let that play out and um, intervene at a point where it's it's appropriate to do so. And you mentioned when you started your Facebook group, you you didn't know what you didn't know. You were just adding people. And what would you do today? And what would you tell people if they're thinking of starting a Facebook group today? Like, what is step one? Totally. Step one is define the purpose of your group. Um, I would not just add random people. You could like let people know and invite them and, hey, I'm starting this group. It's it's filled with female entrepreneurs. We're going to have a um, you know, a free promotional thread every Thursday. Would you like to be a part of it? Like whatever, like if you want to, like with people that you know, I'm not talking about sending a mass email out to everyone that you've once connected with. Um, <laughs> you could invite your friends in to join. But what I would recommend first and foremost is like really set the purpose of your group. I knew that when I started my my Facebook group, I didn't just want a place for business tips. I wanted a place where women could come and join and be connected as powerful business owners, but come to truly feel uplifted, like this like watering hole for soul and business. And that is what the Radiant Entrepreneur is. That's what that community is. And I had that vision that this would not just be a post and ghost dumping ground for everyone's content, but it would actually be a place where people build relationships when they're in the same part of the world, they meet up and go have coffee. Like that's what my vision and my intention for this space was. And I've been able to create that as such um, because I had that clear intention. So if you're thinking of starting a Facebook group, be really explicit and clear about what the group is for and how you want it to be different from the other groups that are like it. Um, I think that's one piece that a lot of entrepreneurs forget. It's like, oh, it's a tool for my business, so I guess I'll just do what everyone else does. But I think really by having that point of difference is what's really going to make your group stand out and gain traction. And after that initial announcement, hey, I started a Facebook group. It's for this kind of person. This is what you'll get out of it. How do you grow it and get more people in there? Absolutely. So you want to be thinking about what kind of content is going on inside of your group. What are you putting out for free? So one of the things that I often recommend to clients or people in my community is think about hosting um, free, free trainings, free value events. So for example, inside the Radiant Entrepreneur, we literally have dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of free training. Like if you are brand new to the online space or even established in the online space, but want um, resources and support, there are hours and hours and hours of video training. So again, think about what you are giving to your community um, and schedule in some time to do that. Schedule in time in the week to put out 
video content, schedule in time to, you know, put value-based written content, give people a reason to join is the basic answer. And so um, I like to think about, you know, Facebook live video trainings is an amazing way to do that. You could also potentially, this is something that I did to grow my group a lot in the early days. I don't do this anymore um, because just because of capacity. But in the early days, I did a free coaching thread two times a month. So they could, and I capped it at 20 people. So I would literally be like, free business coaching thread, pop your questions in below. And once we started doing that, I had so many women join the group because they knew there was this free resource, again, limited in scope, so it wasn't like I was bleeding myself dry, but there was an opportunity for people to come, be uplifted, be supported, connect with other people. So my main answer is give your people a reason to join. That is what is gonna make people join that group, whether that's free trainings, um, free coaching threads, giveaways, um, genuine ways for people to, to connect and, and connect not only with the content, but with you as the leader. And then word gets around, right? Like when you start doing Absolutely. those free trainings, they're going to tell their friends and they're going to tell their friends. Okay. Anything else about running a Facebook group on your own? So we know how to start it. We know how to get people in there. I mean, how do you maintain it? We talked a little bit about curbing the crazy drama in the comments, but how do you maintain it? Especially as you get more and more people, you get more and more personalities. It could probably be very time consuming. Absolutely. So we actually have a person on our team who manages the Radiant Entrepreneur. They manage our um, paid group, paid groups for our programs. They manage our free group, the Radiant Entrepreneur. I think that as you grow and scale, especially at that CEO, multiple six, seven figure level, you absolutely want to look at having a dedicated team member to help you grow the group, maintain the group, be, be present inside of the group. Um, but that being said, don't lose sight. I think it's a really fine balance between having that hands-on support in the business to maintain the community and keep the vibes high and make sure that everyone's, you know, playing ball um, and not just using it as like a dump ground, etc. cetera. Um, but also showing up as the leader. I think one thing that has made the Radiant Entrepreneur continually successful and is just something that um, has made it feel like a real community is I still show up in there. I still show my face in there. I was doing Facebook lives literally 42 weeks pregnant. Like I was showing up and pouring into that community because they're my people and I want them to feel that kind of connection. So while it is absolutely important to have hands-on support to maintain your group, if you're the leader, don't forget to be in there because I think we have all been a part of those groups with like 20,000 entrepreneurs and the leader shows up twice a year when they're in their biggest launch and it, it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. So if you want to build a community, be present in actually being part of that community. Perfect. And I'm going to link to that Facebook group in the show notes for this episode, The Radiant Entrepreneur. I will also link to your website, katescutter.com. Is there any other place you want to send people? Perfect. Um, I would just say come and hang out on Instagram. I love Instagram. I'm there all the time. If I'm not in my Facebook group, I'm there on Instagram stories, um, giving a training or showing you behind the scenes of all my new mom life. So I'm just at Kate Scudder on Instagram. That's easy to remember. I will also link to that and I will grab my phone and we will take a selfie for Instagram stories and I will tag you. Love and you it. also have a podcast, don't you, Kate? I do. Yes. My podcast is called the Born to Rise podcast. It's available everywhere. Podcasts are sold. <laughs> Apple uh, <laughs> podcasts, 
Spotify. Um, you can find it at uh, borntorisepodcast.com. But I love me some podcasting. It's so fun to do this interview with you, Christina. And um, yeah, if you want to come hang out, I also do interviews with uh, other world-changing female entrepreneurs and solo episode training. So would love for you guys to come hang out there. Awesome. Thank you, Kate. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, just check out becomeamediamaven.com to find out more about everything we discussed and links to some things that were mentioned in this episode. And again, I appreciate a subscription, whether it be on YouTube or here on the podcast, a comment on YouTube and a rating or a review on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you again next week. In the meantime, follow along with me on Twitter and Instagram at Christina all day.